Uh, what are some of the do's and don'ts when transitioning from film and television into game animation for the first time? <laughs> Ooh, that, that, that's one for you, Brent. Yeah, definitely, I guess. So the, the, the first and foremost thing I would say is, is that you need to understand that they are very different. You're animating in both cases. It's just that the motivation um, behind the choices that you make as an animator are going to be very different um because i mean there are there's a lot of overlap for sure um and the skills you learn as an animator are all applicable but it's like you got to look through the animation uh, look at the animation through a very different lens because like i always say you have to think like a designer you need to you need to actively be thinking about playing that animation not just watching it because if it's too slow or like i mean it, you, you always have to ask yourself what's the what is the utility of this animation it's attached to a feature that's supposed to maybe do something right like the classic example that i love to bring up and everyone likes to chuckle anybody who's been in the animation industry and games for a while i always bring up the classic anticipations before a jump because it is sacrilege if you're learning how to animate you're going to animation school and you're, you're learning all the things and it's like you got to have that anticipation for the jump it doesn't make any sense if you don't and then first day on the job you put in anticipation of the jump um in a video game animation and you're like laughed out of the room they're like <laughs> you put an, an animation an anticipation for the job what are you an idiot it's like uh but i was told to and it's what happened there was you forgot to remember the context right and all you got to do is play the game after you put the game in or that animation into the game and then um you know, after a couple of times throwing the controller down in a mad fit of anger because you keep falling off of a ledge instead of actually making the jump in this platform you're making and then Nelson clicks. You're like, oh, mm -hmm. you got to find a way of breaking some rules here in order to make the game but, playable. But, so, but Brent, New Newton laws of physics. <laughs> yes, I know. I know they, they are very important, but apparently not to a gamer's brain when they're trying to avoid <laughs> the friggin the sea monster in the pit that's you know between the two two platforms you're jumping across that at that point they could give zero craps about the freaking gravity so <laughs> and you know there are tricks too like i mean i think that the key is to embrace this you have to understand that there's just sort of this this there's a lot of tricks and because a video game animation is not a new thing so the pros out there you know they are um they know how to navigate this and how to still make it feel good um and not have player players be like wow the animation seems really garbage in this game it's like no it's like there's a you know you got to know to where to pick the battles and where to cut the corners otherwise um you are trying too hard to make pretty pictures on the screen when that's not the only part of the job so to come back to the ant the, the question that you asked that would be probably the best way of summing it up is the, the do not treat it as the same thing because they are absolutely 100 mm -hmm. different so you mentioned one specific example of you know don't necessarily put anticipation if it doesn't make sense with the moment of uh, 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 of gameplay there do you have other example like this one that you've oh, yeah. seen like sure. classic example of oh yeah, yeah sorry we forgot to brief you before this gig yeah so like wait, other other like gameplay moments or features that like people okay so a classic one is just swinging a sword or a punch right you got a big heavy sword now here's the thing this is going to sound like i'm contradicting myself maybe a little bit but it's it all it's all about reading the room and understanding what game you're working on if you're working on a capcom game for instance and i say capcom because it's a classic go-to example when i think of very twitchy gameplay you know it's capcom is very famous for giving a little less you know a little, much much fewer shits about about the animation quality and much more of an emphasis on reactivity and 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 player um sort of uh you know, control and, um, and, uh, what's the word that they usually use, um, uh, agency. The, um, the idea is a game like this, you cannot 
have the again it usually comes down to anticipations you cannot have this huge pre-swing because by the time you actually swing through the enemy's long gone they're not even where they were just mm -hmm. like second like microseconds ago this is even more important with multiplayer games because if you don't have twitchiness to the multiplayer games it's like it's going to be very difficult now that being said some games have embraced this so you take a look at something like um you know um um uh, uh let's say a game like um, For Honor, okay, which is a competitive game by Ubisoft. It's melee-based. Uh, Monster Hunter is a very good example. Of course, Dark Souls is also a good example. Those are those are not uh, multiplayer. But yeah. those games are... What are you going to say? I was going to say, well, what's this... Uh... Uh, game that is super frustrating, frustrating and difficult. Dark Souls, yes, <laughs> Dark Souls would be the one. Yeah, I mean, and it's it is punishing. It is in 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 Monster Hunter is similar. Like if you choose to specialize in heavy weapons, that is the risk. But the reward, of course, is that when you land a friggin' hit, it feels very, very good. So if you get into game spaces like this, you need to know as an animator, what kind of game am I making? Am I getting making a game where that's something that the game designers are pushing for and I can really lean in on the animation and really kind of have fun with the weight of the weapon because it's actually a desirable um, effect in that feature? Or are you working on a Capcom game and you're going to get kicked in the head because you're making the game impossible to play and, and annoying? Like, you got to know what kind of game you're making so you got to be familiar with different genres of games and know what is the right antidote for the the thing that you're working on so many times the the, the choice of animation has less to do with the personality of the character in physics but more about gameplay itself so okay we're going to put this big yeah. and long anticipation only because we want you to pay the price because yeah. this is such a big hit yeah that the price yes. to pay is the those two seconds uh, of idol yeah. that you're vulnerable for yes. a an, an exactly during this well time. because you have a choice in a game like Dark Souls or Monster Hunter is an even better example. You have the choice of you know, using heavy weapons or really really fast weapons, and the fast weapons don't have that problem. But there you can you can like it's it's all about de like, it's it's about you know rhythm and speed of of impacts. You're guaranteed to make hits, but it's like a little mosquito trying to mosquito someone to death. It takes longer to actually just you know take down one of these big monsters. So it's mm. about you know player choice, and it it, it all comes down to making sure that there's contrast between those choices so it feels like there's a meaningful choice to go with that weapon versus the other one because no one likes playing a game where it's like it doesn't matter what weapon you pick up they're just different skin versions of the same kind of mechanic i mean yeah. some people play games like that but i think people play monster hunter because of, it's not like that you know uh, i don't want to get too uh technical too and i don't know how yeah. much rid of us uh, mm -hmm. nowadays but did uh, compression of animation ever influenced uh, how you would approach gameplay animation? Well, I'm old enough that to, to say yes to that answer uh, or to that question, sadly, but um, I feel like it is becoming less and less of a thing. Although compression, there's, what's happening is like obviously memory, like but the memory footprint that the animation systems that get, like all the animations when you're playing a game have to be loaded into memory, right? And program, very smart people, engineers are finding clever ways of streaming that data in, but animations are a little trickier to stream in, unlike levels. Um, levels, big open world games have, they literally stream like levels because there's, there's no walls to, to occlude your vision. You can't like just go through like the old school, like gears of war when you're like those moments between levels and you're doing this and walking really slow, you have full control, but you can't do anything other than listen. And you're walking towards a door. That's obviously the next level loading where open world games don't have that luxury. So you have to be a bit more clever. Animation is a little harder. It's usually got to be already loaded for the most part. There are tricks around this, 
but so compression is still a thing, but the compressions are so good now that they're very lossless. So yeah. you can get away with a lot more. Now that, that being said, there are still issues that pop up from time to time, but I don't think it's much, it's not as, it doesn't come up in conversation nearly as much as it used to. 